a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. Uh, lots still to cover. Uh, we're keeping our eye on the confirmation hearings, uh, watching uh, this very long round. Remember, each senator gets 30 minutes uh, to speak and ask questions of. Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, currently, uh, Ted Cruz from Texas uh, has just begun his 30 minutes, so we'll keep our eye on that. May dip into that as we go along. Uh, but it's going to be a very long couple of days as this uh, continues on. Uh, and sadly, I think the further we go in this process, uh, the more political it's going to become because as the confirmation becomes more and more inevitable, uh, both sides will tend to swing a little more wildly to their bases. Uh, to score political points uh, coming down the home stretch of a hotly contested 2020 election cycle. Uh, and speaking of that election cycle, uh, right here in the state of Utah last night, the, the tightest race in the state uh, is uh, that between Representative Ben McAdams and Burgess Owens uh, in the 4th Congressional District. And uh, they had a debate last night, and uh, Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News and a good friend of the program here, uh, was the moderator uh, in that debate last night, and Doug was gracious enough to give us uh, back-to-back days. I know he usually don't do back-to-back bookings, uh, Doug, <laughs> with your contract, but uh, we're glad you're in here today and uh, get your insight. So, uh, first, just some uh, some broad brush observations. What did you What did you learn last night as the moderator? Um, you know, there are differences with the candidates, and I think we were able to bring those out last night, and that was uh, that was a positive. We talked about health care, you know, first as it related to the coronavirus and whether President Trump has done a good job, and they have some differences of opinion on that. But also a really interesting question from Zach Schaefer, a student at Salt Lake Community College who has a pre-existing condition, and then the candidates went back and forth on that because mm-hmm. Burgess Owens had said one thing on his website that was pulled off. He was challenged by... Uh, Congressman McAdams. So what I learned is that they're willing to engage um, and they're willing actually to kind of be harsh with each other on occasion. Mm-hmm. And we talked about kind of the nastiness of the campaign ads as well in that thing. So, but something was learned. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I want to dig down into that in terms of the, uh, the nastiness of the campaign. Uh, uh, we watch on the screen uh, as it rolls all day long and here on the airwaves, uh, just these really vicious attack ads uh, from both sides, uh, mostly outside money, although I've, I've been a little surprised at the uh, the tone uh, of some of the candidates' own ads. Uh, but all of that just speaks to what we don't need and especially what we don't want here in the state of Utah. Any other sense uh, from either of the candidates in terms of how that's playing out, or uh, is it that they, they just see this as the price of doing business now? 
I think to some extent, um, you know, neither of them truly want to attack. Uh, I don't think. I think they're both um, a fine uh, gentlemen. You can weigh whether who is effective or not effective as they go back to Washington. Um, but it is just it's kind of structurally the money yeah. uh, the money dominates, and yeah. the Republicans want that seat. The Democrats want that seat. Uh, it is hotly contested, and um, the candidates have not uh, have not put their foot down and said no. We're not going to go negative. They're they're willing to engage in it. Yeah, yeah. That was probably my surprise was that even even as the outside money was starting to come in and some of that negativity was coming, I was I was a little surprised at how quickly uh, both campaigns just said okay, game on, and uh, and chose to dive in. You know, and some of it is uh, uh, Burgess Owens, Mr. Owens. He's he's gone on uh, Fox News and other uh, outlets. And he said some pretty harsh things, and words matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Congressman McAdams called him out on that a little bit. And um, that engages. And if you're willing, if that's how you really feel, and I challenged him on one thing he had said. Uh, and he, I said, do you stand by that statement? And he said, yes. So um, sometimes we characterize some things as negative when, in fact, they are important. So in defense of the candidates a little bit, they uh, they're trying to engage on issues and character and words do become character issues. Yeah, and I think it's interesting too that uh, it's so easy to twist uh, something that is is uh, accurate, uh, but maybe not really about the truth uh, in terms of some of these splitting hairs. In terms of you know if you if you say you want to get rid of the Affordable Care Act, does does that mean you are going to push Grandma off the cliff? And that means everybody is off at twenty six and uh, it, it doesn't get that broad spectrum. Uh, likewise, if something is, uh, you know, pointed at uh, Ben McAdams of a trip, you know, going overseas and what that means. And, you know, there is there is truth in there. There are facts in there, but there's a lot of uh, things that are insinuated around it that I think uh, that's where we that's where we really get lost. Well, the hard part about politics is there are a lot of half truths. Right? Yeah. They'll take a negative information and build an ad around it. And you go, well, that's not true. And he says, well, you said this. Yeah, but I said it in this context. Right. One of the most interesting things to me was about um, the stimulus package because everyone in Washington, everyone in our state, they know that more stimulus is needed. They yeah. need to put some amount of trillion, $2 trillion into the economy. And yet there's complete failure to do that. And both candidates want to do it. They gave points of view. But then as a voter, you have to take a like, step back and say, well, can either of these gentlemen actually do anything to change it? Yeah, and I think that's an open question. Yeah, that's uh, that's the real challenge. Uh, as you went as you went through the evening, uh, again a one hour uh, Utah Debate Commission uh, led that out, and of course all the different media partners per- participated. Uh, anything really surprise you uh, over the course of that hour? No, I wasn't surprised. It's uh, it's a good event. I mean, we have um, reporters from all the competing television stations. And we have students giving questions. Um, we did it here at KSL in Studio A, um, and yet the all the signage doesn't promote, you know, KSL. Yeah. It promotes the debate commission, and that's for the good of the community. Yeah. So the fact that that happens on a night, it's an hour of live TV, and um, it's it's a it's a strength that the debate commission does that. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a really important thing. Uh, you've you've moderated a number of uh, debates over the years, and uh, this year in particular. Uh, in that role uh, as moderator, uh, do you find yourself at some point just saying, 
I could, if I could just help you answer that question a little better, <laughs> a little, a little sympathy for the candidates. Do you feel that at all from the podium? Well, you do. You do want them to answer directly, right? And I yeah. think we've seen in this whole debate season, candidates that will answer directly, the public really responds. So it is confusing to me when people try to play politics so specifically that they don't say anything. Mm. In other words, Joe Biden, when he's talking, he's repeatedly asked about whether you're going to pack the Supreme Court or not. Mm. You know, and can't you just answer the question? He says, "Well, if I answer the question, it'll be a headline." I go well, <laughs> yes. Uh, but we'll know your position. Yeah. So answer the questions. Uh, let us know wh- how you're thinking. We know in some cases you're trying to appeal to one side or another side, but just answer the question. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Just answer, answer the, question. the question. That's the big deal. Awesome. Doug Wilkes, uh, editor of the Deseret News, moderator for last night's fourth congressional debate. And, Doug, that may have been the best segue tease uh, that we've ever done without scripting it. Uh, and coming up next, we are going to talk about packing the court. Uh, And a speech delivered on the Senate floor by one Senator Joe Biden in 2005 talking about court packing. Uh, Much more about the court now and the future. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.